Hello. How's it going, everyone? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. If you're a hot dog, what kind of topics would you have on you? Preseason's finally over. There's only one way to go now. Chicago style. That requires all beef hot dog. Must be a poppy seed bun. We're throwing yellow mustard, sweet pickle relish, onion, tomato, chill, uh, the dill pickle, sport peppers, celery salt. Better sit down to eat that shit. Otherwise, it is falling all over the ground as you walk. Sounds fucking awesome. Just like some real fucking football. Falling all over the ground as you walk sounds like a perfect hot dog for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Welcome to Half This Is Live, folks. As always, I am Matty Fax, joined by Scotty Stats, Brian the Professor, Producer Squeak. We are here to bring you our last preseason uh, take. Uh, the next one will probably be uh, our thoughts on the games coming up for a real weekend of football. Actual football games. Actual fucking football. Mm-hmm. This week we want to go over who we think could end up being the players of the year, offensive, defense, rookies. MVP predictions, who we're going to think is going to end up in the Super Bowl. We need to start off with a very mel- very melancholy, hope you get well soon, mm. to Brian Robinson, who at about 6 p.m. yesterday uh, was trying to get into his car, and uh, two guys attempted to carjack him, shot him twice, once in the glute, once in the lower leg. I have not heard anything else about wearing the lower leg, if it was a calf. Who knows how much muscle damage is done. At this point, though, uh, the football side of things... Not that important. What is important is that he is alive and doing well and supposed to recover. Yeah, well enough that a statement was made that he could see action this year, this season. Mm-hmm. Is what? So I that could take, just be optimism, but we'll I, take the optimism. Yep, let's. Yep. I, you could be optimistic and say he's clearly out for the year, but they went ahead and said he could, play, which is crazy. Good, awesome. Let's let's hope that's that's. I agree. I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. It's going to really de- depend on how much muscle damage was done by the bullet, uh, what caliber it was. Uh, there's a lot of things that go into that that are not something that we are really going to talk about because we are not experts on football, much less the type of damage a bullet does to <laughs> one's body. Um, <clears throat> I do really like. I want to also say that anytime you hear gunshots, NFL player. The odds of it being, what did that dumb motherfucker do? Are way too high. Or, or part of the entourage. Part of the entourage, you know. Yeah. You know. And so that it's, it's him at, you know, a regular time of day. I'm not saying you can't be out at three in the morning, but, you know, after the work shift for most people, yeah. minding his own business, you know, just wrong place, wrong time, you know. Yep. Uh, and another, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, because if this was three in the morning, you're like, well, yeah, probably not wise to be out that time, but six o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday... That's not the average time where you would worry about this type of thing happening to one of your players. Yes. Um, Nor would he be thinking of anything happening. I mean, just an odd, awful turn of events. Uh, On another melancholy note, we uh, missed it last week. That is on us. Uh, But uh, a big shout-out to uh, Len Dawson's family. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sorry about your loss. And I guess to all the Chiefs uh, players and fans, uh, fantastic quarterback, quarterback. Led them to Super Bowl. Great career. Yeah, yeah, just just a phenomenal quarterback. Um, so let's get into a little bit of happier news. Um, Jimmy G must be kind of happy. Got another year extension on his contract for uh, $6.5 million guaranteed with another possible nine point five in bonus money. I don't really know what this says because for the entire offseason, he's going to be traded. Trey Lance is the future moving forward that's how we're going to do it 
now I'm kind of wondering, like, is it because they want a strong veteran presence behind Trey Lance to help him as he grows in the professional aspects of the sport? Or are they a little worried in some ways? Where's Jimmy's motivation to help? Now. Now. If it would have been, we need a veteran to teach this this young guy, that trade conversation never would have happened. Yeah. I think part of his motivation is the fact that up there, unless people are just unless the 49ers are just asking for so much in return, part of the motivation could have been the almost lack of a market for him. I mean, Baker Mayfield had more of a market. Jimmy G is four and two in the playoffs in his time in San Francisco. He's gone to two uh, NFC Championship games. He's gone to a Super Bowl that they were actually winning before the Chiefs just uh, opened up things. a. Yeah, they did Chief <laughs> things. They did thirteen second left type of things. Oh, I quick bird. I think that had to do with the almost 25 mil that was in his contract. And I think that's what made him so difficult to move around because it would have had to be a trade. Um, and, you know, it was for someone to pick that up kind of that late in the game. And they're probably um, looking for someone to pay at least half of that. I- exactly. At least, so, yeah. so this restructure deal, well, it could work out really nicely. I don't know what all the, that, you know, nine and a half million dollar bonus is, but I imagine it's going to be a lot of playing time for him to get there. Um, but Absolutely, it, but it does mean that if you stay and you're on the field, you're getting paid for it. So, Absolutely. Uh, that's so. Is it nervousness or is it really being able to restructure? That kind of sounds like the right deal, you know, paying him, paying him in the 15 million range. That seems, well, as a backup, the potential for 15 million. As a backup, that's insane. But seven million. That's still really well, fucking there, high. There are there are backup quarterbacks in the NFL who have done far less in their career, who have made way mm-hmm. more money off contracts. Chase Daniel definitely jumps to mind. He's been he's made killing. like forty or fifty yeah. million dollars in his career, and I think he started a game. It's it's kind of wild the amount of money that the backup quarterbacks can make. I am curious though. I mean, Trey Lance in uh, one, it's all preseason, so it's really hard to gauge. But like in the one preseason game, he had a seventy-five yard touchdown pass. That's like 40% of the yards that he has in the preseason. <laughs> now, is that them just running very vanilla offense, or is that a factor more of like he... I mean, he came from South Dakota. It's a 1-double-A. He only had one real year as a starter. Is it also the fact that they realize the growing pains might be much more painful than one would hope with a quarterback they drafted that high? I I don't really know the pressure to... to uh... I don't know how that. I mean, they, they restructure his contract. I don't know what that does. Um, oh, I mean, salary cap space for it, I think. Well, I, I get it, but like, why does he have to say yes? I'm not really sure how that how any of that works out. Why there's so any he could be cut and lose anything that wasn't guaranteed. Okay, and granted, gotcha. it would still count against them as far as salary cap goes, but it would open up possibilities moving forward for them. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFL salary cap is weird. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, like, all right. Half the time I'm like, oh, there's no way that team can sign anybody. It's like, oh, never mind, Chargers and Rams. You've just signed everybody. Yep. Like, and for massive amounts. And how did the Bills have enough money to sign a fantastic pass rusher who might be near the end of his career, in my opinion? But you have to restructure a lot of your players' contracts. A lot of them. Although I've also heard if you can do the upfront money, but that means your team has to have a lot of liquid assets, uh, it can help offset the cost of it in the long run. But you have to be able to do a big signing bonus, and that means you have to have cash sitting there to pay them. Yep. And again, I don't know how that works with everything else because mm-hmm. honestly, I think you would need a master's in accounting to be yeah. able to do some of these contracts and salary cap things for yeah. the NFL. Also, with that Von Miller, if he actually sees 
30% of that money go into his bank account, I'd be surprised. I think he will. I think, I mean, again, I'm biased. So much of it was incentive-based, so we'll see. Fair enough. Um, There's a few injuries I'd like to talk about, (coughs) just because it's been a kind of a, I mean, there's been, it's a preseason. There's always going to be injuries, and some of these were practice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tyron Smith for Dallas, left tackle. I know last week we were saying that most of us didn't see them as making the playoffs. Uh, It's going to be a lot harder without him. He's one of the best left tackles in the game. They say he might be able to come back from by December. He tore his hamstring off the bone. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, he walked off the field. I don't know how you do that. Bad I'm imagining I'm screaming in agony like a small child should this happen to me. Um, but that's just got to be one of the most painful things. I can't imagine. Uh, on top of that, we have Drake London, wide receiver for Atlanta. Hasn't even played since the first preseason game because of a knee injury. And they have nothing going for him. Like, come on, give us a break. They got, they've got they got Kyle Pitts, their, their uh, yeah. second-year tight end, who... He runs like a wide receiver, yeah, yeah. but you'd like to have a little something else yeah. to throw uh, to throw the ball to. Um, didn't get injured this year, but an interesting one is David Bakhtari, a tackle for the uh, Packers, is trying to come back to play. He's only played one game in the last two seasons due to knee injuries and complications. It's hard to come back from that. It really oh, is, man. especially with that much time off. You just worry about injuries occurring in other, other soft tissue injuries because you just yep. aren't used to playing football anymore. And as a tackle, you're constantly going to be pushing on that, pushing on that all the time. Absolutely. Um, the Jets, we already talked about this a little earlier, but Mekhi Becton, knee injury, out for the season. The Eagles have lost Jason Kelsey, their starting center, for an injury mm-hmm. for a while. Ryan Jensen, the starting center for the Bucks, they finally said he's out for the season. Bucks also lost one of their guards yeah, to a knee injury. That's going to hurt a lot. That changed and, my future prediction. Yes, and, no. and Tom Brady does not like pressure coming straight up the middle. That has always been the the mm-hmm. solo kryptonite that man has when he's playing a football game. So the, the, that center portion of the offensive line being in dire straits just does not really portend well for him. Plus, how well are you going to run the ball if... 60% of your offensive line is brand new. Yep. And, I mean, new linemen are never good. Never good. You might be one. You might be that 1% of linemen that you come in your rookie year. Quentin Nelson. And you actually don't fuck it up. He's one of those one. Yeah, Quentin, Quentin Nelson is one of those 1%, you know. But that is a tough, tough role to transfer from college to the NFL. It just is. You can be playing against the best college people your entire time at college. Those NFL boys, that's the real deal. And it mm-hmm. really shows on the line. So that is tough. It is. I mean, I don't feel bad for the Bucks because I don't like them, but that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one to me that just kind of screamed, well, that's why you don't play that much football in a year. Uh, you, most people aren't going to know the name. Chris Odom, line up, linebacker for uh, the Cleveland Browns. Tore his ACLs after the season. He was a standout in the USFL all summer. Uh, then he comes in and he starts doing the preseason and all that training camp. Surprise, surprise, the body didn't hold up to playing that much football. Like, You need your rest. You absolutely yeah. do. Like, it's the, it's, like, I know these guys are doing the USFL in the hopes of making that jump up to the NFL. And, and I get that because it's a chance to get more playing time, to get the reps in that you wouldn't in the NFL. To actually more game gain more experience. And watch. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, it's just asking so much out of the human body to do that. Any relation to Lamar Odom? I don't think so. I'm just curious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a 20-year age gap at that point, right? Could be a son. Who knows? Oh. <laughs> uh, we also, just kind of interesting, Juju Smith-Schuster keeps on having to miss time because of a knee. Like, he'll go out and play, do pretty well, and then has to have his knee drained. And He's only 25? Yeah. 
So already be having that kind of knee issue is uh, not a good sign, in, in my view, moving forward. Especially for a really good player. He is, I know uh, he is. He really is a good player. Like, you and can't it, tell him to, like, tone it down on a few plays. Like, he's, that's not him. He's not yeah, built that yeah. way, you know? Yeah. Right. So, I... I don't know. I just feel the injuries, and I'm, every time I, I always feel bad for them. I don't want to see people get injured. I want to see the best players play. Um, so I don't know. Just a few things to think about. Uh, on that note, uh, had at least one preseason brawl. <laughs> well, Can't believe people were surprised that the Bengals and the Rams, after playing the Super Bowl, might have a brawl in practice. <laughs> However, one of the greatest photos I've ever seen of Aaron Donald holding two helmets—Bengals helmets, I might add. Like he's the Incredible Hulk holding portions of tanks he's about to beat someone to death with. I got more of a predator. I just killed my two best combatants. Oh, yeah. yeah. My, my biggest concern... Holding was that, their skulls yeah, to take yeah. out his trophies. My biggest was concern was that there were still heads inside those yeah. helmets. You know? And he just bashes two people together. Yeah. Like, a couple of, a couple of Bengals linemen running around with no head. Like, did you actually say something so bad to that man that he decided to take two helmets off of players to come at you with? Like... It's crazy. He just loves gripping no, helmets. they probably just looked at him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently the NFL's like, well, we're not going to do anything about that. It didn't happen on the field. It was practice. That's on the teams to worry about. Technically true, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But So we touched on these these team practices a little bit when we talked about, you know, preseason, you know, was it better with four games versus three games? And should it go to two games? What's the right thing? They are getting reps off against another team playing these practices, but... It seems like it's without sanctioned, you know, rules and regulations. It's getting a little chippy, and just wait until someone gets up. But if Aaron Donald cracks someone, you know, without a helmet, with their helmet, you know, straight across, like split their head open, something like that. Like what, you know, yeah. that's an assault. Like charge. If he literally uh, murders you know. someone on a practice yeah, field, I, <laughs> right? Or or I someone mean, he literally pulled a Miles Garrett. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Miles Garrett just did it in a game. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, apparently that was warranted. Yeah, yeah apparently was alleged apparently. to have been said, very warranted. Yes. Um, but with these practices, you get someone who's really hot, and they just go for go for a joint, you know, like kick you on the side of the knee, like yeah. So fuck it's, you in your career. Yeah. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Fuck you in your career. It's it's. I'm not saying it's a wrong thing, but they might want to think a little harder about how these things are controlled. So. I do like that they're actually practicing against the other teams with the starters for the mm-hmm. most part yep. for yep. a set number of plays. Right. I think that's that's better than a preseason football game. It's not fun to watch because it's like, we're going to run this play and stop. We're going to run this play. and It's not a game action. But you're seeing yep. our best versus right. their best, right. Right. which I think is really necessary. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It's better than a preseason football game. Except for when you see those people like late in the third or fourth quarter, especially like this last weekend, where you're seeing people and they're just fighting for that last spot, because you see some good plays like that. You see a lot of great effort plays. Yeah. For oh sure. yeah. Um, like, I want a job. I want a job. I yeah. Want a job. The guys, you, you really see the guys that they know they're on the line and they are willing to put everything out there to make it. Yep. You also see the guys that are just definitely not going to make the yep. team. Because um, yeah, we watched a bit of the Lions Steelers game yesterday, and there was just. Some of those wide receivers for the Lions just decided that their hands didn't work anymore, and it was pretty bad because I felt bad for David Blah Blah, the quarterback for the Lions, just sheer <coughs> drops, like nothing hitting the wide receivers right in the hands. hands. Yeah. Just that's why they won't be on an NFL roster. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, okay, so let's uh, 
Let's go into uh, some of these guys we think might be winning some awards at the end of the year. Let's start off with the Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, who wants to go first? I mean, so the easy answer that everyone's talking about is Jonathan Taylor again. Yep. Um, I mean, that's that's the Vegas odds. Um, it feels good, right? feels good to say. Um, Debo Samuels is way up there, and I think sure. that... I think that especially with with uh, Trey Lance coming on, uh, having someone that can play a very unique position is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Someone who can who can run almost tight end routes can be at the end of the goddamn field as a wide receiver can play as a back like uh, and blocks and right <laughs> you know someone who could see a lot of action. I mean he's good enough to see it. But also because it might be necessary with 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 someone like Trey Lance, you know, um, Cooper Cup. That man was fantastic. Uh, do we expect him to repeat again? Well, why wouldn't you? You know, and you got Derrick Henry and Josh Allen out there. Um, Derrick Henry, I think he's got a long way to go. I hope I, I want a healthy season for sure. Oh, out of like him, a but, full Derrick Henry it season? Just, it just, you know, <laughs> hopefully there's a little... He was on pace for almost 500 touches last season. Yeah. Like, they cannot do that. Right. I don't care how big and fast that man is. You cannot do that to and the that's human body. four games? Five right. games? No, it was more than that. Is it more but, than that? Yeah. And it was a foot injury, too. And he is a large person that runs very hard. You don't want to start having foot problems. Yep. I, so my, my, my guess is going to be Cooper Cup only because... I'm putting the Rams way up there for going a lot deeper into the season. And, you know, winning those awards, it tends to come from, especially on the offensive side, it tends to come from the winning, winning teams. They're technically uh, decided before the season ends, know, but not but really. Yeah. Yeah, the teams that are, that are doing really, really well. But then again, Indianapolis, San Francisco, I think they're going to do really well. Tennessee, they're probably going to do really well. You know, Josh Allen getting Offensive Player of the Year, it is completely possible. I think, I think that... Buffalo just has to run a fucking train on everyone for him to get that. But my guess is going to be Cooper Cup because the Rams are going to be just, you know, feeding him, feeding him as they were. So. Oh, I'll go next and be very brief. Uh, Cooper Cup. I think he's going to surpass his stats from this oh, last year. Love it. I mean, I think what they were doing, everyone was so surprised of how well Stafford fit into that right away. And I think Cooper and Stafford were like, uh, no, this is what we're fucking made for. Let's do it again. And now they have more weapons. Now mm-hmm. they have better stuff. Like, uh, I think, I mean, I think off the charts. I think he's going to set records this year. Um, it's the fact that they might have some more weapons to throw to that I think would be a hindrance for Cup, actually, to get the Offensive Player of the Year. But uh, I thought about that, too. I can't yeah. really argue with it because he's, I mean, he got <coughs> the, the receiving triple crown last year, so mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive. Well... Building off what you guys said, I think Cooper Cup is in the running. I think he very well could set records this year, but I even if he does, I still don't think he'll replicate what he did last season. With that season being so good, he could still set records this year. Um, I think Jamar Chase is... He's probably If he builds yeah. off that, uh, this probably likely won't come to fruition, but for some reason I think Devontae Adams going to the, Raider, the Raiders, him and Derek Carr reuniting from their days in Fresno State. I don't... It's kind of like a dark horse, but I... Like, I guess I wouldn't totally fall over if Devontae Adams gets it. No, I can see that. I can totally see that happening, so, too. Yeah. That was yeah. actually... I, I have a lot of the same names you guys do, but I started considering who has... Who are people that are now in a position, whether it be new offenses or 
less people on some teams to throw to that I started considering. And so Devontae Adams is one. Now, granted, they have Waller. Mm-hmm. They've got Renfro. Um, but Justin Jefferson, if Adam Thielen's age starts to be a problem and he starts to slip a little bit, I think Jefferson, mm-hmm. especially with a new offense, it's not going to be as run-heavy. I think he could put up absolutely monster numbers and be a, a bit of a dark horse candidate. And on that same note, and again, I know we talked about the Cowboys not making the playoffs last year, or uh, this year, but uh, C.D. Lamb is now about the only wide receiver the Cowboys have that has caught an NFL pass. He is the target. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to throw the ball. They're going to throw the ball a lot. And he is a, I believe he's only turning 22. And I like C.D. Lamb a lot. Like I really do. So, And he's got all the talent in the world. So I think he could also be another dark horse one. If I was going to sit here and all things being equal and staying healthy, I, if he stays healthy, it would probably be Derrick Henry in my mind because um, I have a feeling he wants to come back with a vengeance mm-hmm. after last year because mm-hmm. he was on a roll, but they can't give him that number of carries. Yep. It's just the health of that man. He just can't do that over and over yep. and over. Um, all right. Well, let's talk defensive player of the year. These lists are a little... Shorter usually just because I. As we've said before, name recognition for defensive players, if you're not a corner, is not very far and wide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And as far as corners go, I mean, Jalen Ramsey, if he comes back, has another good season, he could be up there. Um, The other digs in in Dallas, he gave up so many touchdowns. I know he had 11 interceptions, I know he turned a few for a touchdown. But that gambling he does, he gives up a yeah. lot of big plays. I too. got this play. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah wrong play. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the, t- the top names for me, actually, there is another Dallas one. Micah Parsons is Ooh. one. Mm-hmm. He was Who he was had on, a yeah, great rookie list. year. Yeah. And if he can build off that, can be an absolute monster. T.J. Watt and Aaron Donald are the obvious write-off, springing out immediate names. It's um, hard not to just pick one you, of them. You say that, though, T.J. Watt's hurt. Well, and they don't know how badly. Well, they said he would have come back and finished the game if it had been a regular season. They say that sounds great to say, but here is one more time hurt. Yeah, you know, granted his his season last year was was record tying. So you know, and you know he wants to fucking break that (laughs) one hundred percent. But you know, there's definitely that risk to it. But you know, absolutely, Miles Garrett for the Browns, Mm -hmm. always a strong. Yeah, player to consider. The Bosa's also, if they can actually stay healthy, because they each have. I mean, the 49ers defense is pretty stacked, but now you look at the uh, the Chargers. You got Khalil Mack across from Bosa, and it's like, um, okay, Joey, go have fun, because <laughs> like, you know they're going to have to double team one of those That's guys. A hell of a one-two punch. It yeah. is. The thing is, which one of the they're going to say? Well, Mack's probably a little older. Let's. And just leave it open for him to wreck shop? That's why I picked the other Bosa as my pick. Nick Bosa. I'm saying Nick. I'm saying he comes out strong. Um, And I really like, I mean, I fucking love both of those guys. But with both of them on the same team, Mm -hmm. I don't think either one is going to be standout. Take votes away from the other? I think it's amazing for the team, but they're going to be both equally good, not both equally, oh my God, they're amazing. That's fair. They could surprise me, like, holy shit, how the fuck is this possible? Yeah. And that would be an amazing game to watch. One guy guy I wanted to consider, but he still hasn't played any because of offseason back surgery, is Shaq Leonard for the Colts. Yeah. He's a great linebacker, causes a lot of fumbles, but... He's, I don't know if he's going to be healthy. Be so because of that, help, yeah. I, for me, I actually think Micah Parsons, if he can take the next step, well, he probably plays be kind of hurt. 
yeah. then it gets worse. They're like, no, you got to take the rest time. You got to. You yep. know, absolutely. So I would. I mean, you know, I can't do it. I'm going Aaron Donald. <laughs> <laughs> He's too good. He's so good. He's so good. I. So I like where you're at with uh, with Micah Parsons. You know, is this the year for him to really step up? Dallas needs someone mm-hmm. to to uh, be a leader on that end. He can well, they lost Randy Gregory, who was one of their other great pass rushers, so they need yeah. him to step up. Right, need him to step up for sure. Um, but then again, I go back to it's if you've got, if you've got a potential losing record or you know barely above five hundred. Not that not, hey, I mean. Are we talking about the Giants now? <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said barely over 500. Well, over, over, over. Oh, my yeah, bad, my bad. Right. And, you know, are you going to get the consideration? And I think with defensive players, they do get that. They do get well, that. Well, the pass rushers get to kind of... That's a good point. They do. Offensively, right. they get overlooked. Defensively. Right. So, yeah. Parsons, it could be his year. I agree on the uh, uh, the Bosa-Miller, you know, uh, uh, their Khalil Mack, sorry, it's splitting... splitting uh, uh, Defensive Votes. schemes, you know, for sure. But, um, I don't know, Miles Garrett. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't like the Browns. I don't like the Browns either. I like Miles Garrett. I like know? Miles Garrett a lot. <laughs> he, he plays, he just, I think this could be his year. And this is, that's me, you know, taking over T.J. Watt over Aaron Donald. I mean, both Boses, but, you know, eh, yeah, Miles Garrett. Yeah, that's why it's fun to talk about. You mm-hmm. never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, so, I'm going to piggyback off that for a second. So, Basically, every name I've written down has already been mentioned. The only one that hasn't, and I don't think he's actually going to win this, but I think Jalen Ramsey could have a monster year. Might not, but I he piques my curiosity. But building off what Scott said, I have written down, unless he uh, assaults someone with his helmet, I think Miles Garrett is going <laughs> to... Which is always a possibility. Well, watch what language you use when you speak to that man, and he yeah. may not try to hit you with your own helmet. And also don't look like Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Very punchable face, Mason yeah. Rudolph, by the way. One of the most punchable faces yeah. in the NFL. So, yeah, I'm going Miles Garrett. I like how we keep going right back to straight-up violence. That's right. No, I said Nick Bosa. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so offensive rookies of the year. This is an interesting thing because, to me, part of this also, because usually this is going to be guys who are, for the most part, picked pretty high. But that mm-hmm. means they're going to a team that's not very good, but that also means that they have a lot of opportunity to actually see the ball. That's exactly why I picked my pick. <laughs> <laughs> like, even in my early notes. Yeah. So, so I picked Brees Hall. Uh, he plays for the Jets now out of Iowa State. Good running back in Iowa State. Yep. Um, multiple threats. He can catch. He can run. He blocks. Anytime a receiver, running back blocks or tight end blocks, I like that guy. I'm in that guy's corner. Like you're doing the work that you don't have to do that makes your team better. Mm-hmm. And just watching a little bit of game footage from him, I'm like, I like this guy. But the big thing is he plays for the fucking Jets. So you're gonna get a lot of fucking carries. You could be really explosive, and you might stand out because when you're really good on a really shitty team. People kind of notice, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm with you on that. Um, Kenny Pickett is the Vegas is the Vegas bet. Um, I like and him, it's, too. it's kind of on him because... Small hands. It's a, it's a very small hand. Look at, look They're at not tiny, tiny. And he wears a glove on a strong hand. Yeah. Eh, who um, cares? It's better than wearing a visor. So does Tom Brady. Well, he needs the grip because his hand doesn't wrap around <laughs> the ball. Visor. Um, I... I think it's 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 his to lose. 
Uh, I think it's his because... If he gets the starting nod. It, well, fair enough. But if he's out there playing um, and he lives up to his potential... Because Mitch currently is the starter there, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Um, then he... it's. I think it's his... like Because they could be surprisingly good this year. We don't know. I'll never count out Mike Tomlin... You know, who he's going to put together. That, that man will have his team ready to play. Absolutely. Um, but. Trubisky out there crying throwing touchdown passes. Just I'm, in tears. <laughs> scared of going to the sideline <laughs> if he screws up because, you know, Tom will kill him. Yeah. yeah. I'm going with Traylon Burks, Tennessee. Um, because I think. Whoa, dark horse. I think you've got, a, you've got a wide receiver target out there. When you've got a Derrick Hen- Henry out there that can just run, 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 run the ball all you want. Now you always have this downfield target. I like that. You know, this kid This kid looks sharp and, and from the passed. limited tape that I've yeah. seen on him. He looks, you know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go trail on Burks, Tennessee. I really like that pick. I really like that one. For I, him, I hope it pans out. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm pretty sure this is going to be the least sexy pick of the night, but I think Scotty will like it. And I just would love the novelty if he actually wins. Evan O'Neill on the Giants. He's an OT from Alabama. Just dominated... All last season, think it would be cool to see Saquon actually have someone to run behind. So, I doubt he wins, but I think it would be really interesting to see an OT. That's, I, I mean, mean, that's a, a pretty good one. An offensive tackle. I think yeah. you, I, I think you could say, oh, OT from Alabama yeah. in the last twenty years, and the odds are good that might happen. You know, yeah. <laughs> that would be fun to see. That's and he's still a monster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just seeing an offensive tackle would be would be great. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I did look at Pittsburgh. I think in the the problem there though, if Pickett is starting, is that you'll have George Pickens that he's probably gonna be throwing the ball to some, and Pickett throwing the ball. Granted, they have some good wide receivers, but I think that that could cause a little bit of loss of votes because so, so Pickett to Pickens, ro- Pickett to Pickens, um, Chris Olave for New Orleans, I think is an interesting one. Uh, I don't know how healthy Michael Thomas is gonna be, but with that team, you don't know either. You have like, no he could idea. be a real standout. Really you know? could, and he was a great player at Ohio State. Um, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, wide receivers from Green for uh, Green Bay drafted. Um, I want to give him a shot, but the other problem is Aaron Rodgers has already kind of talked shit about the younger sure wide has. receivers about not not uh, knowing exactly where they're supposed to be and when they're supposed to be there. And I'm not saying that will carry through the regular season, but he's also one of those guys that takes a little more time to develop trust with people. It, it, that's why everyone is thinking that Lazard might actually have a really good year this year because he's someone that already has Aaron's trust. Yep. So that, I think, would be a hindrance to them. I also wrote down Brees Hall because, again, opportunity. Mm-hmm. The one I find interesting is uh, the Kansas City Chiefs' Sky Moore, wide receiver. I don't think I know him at all. Only because with no Tyreek Hill, there's no other wide receiver on that team that's going to be dominant. You know Travis Kelsey's going to get his touches. Um, but who else are they going to throw the ball to? This 40, is an offense that likes yeah. to run, that likes to throw the ball. If this guy can actually get Patrick Mahomes' trust, I think he could really do something. Um, but having said that, I think it'll probably be Pickett. If, if, if Pickett starts, I think he'll end up being the. I didn't think about here. replacement players though. Yes, on a sorely needed mm-hmm. position. That's yeah. Yeah. So I I, I do think um, <coughs> if Pickett starts enough, he will. If not. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Sky Moore as a dark horse candidate. I, I would say. I like this. Yeah. Uh, so, defensive rookie of the year. This is where it gets kind of interesting because it's got to be a combination of you want to be on a good defense, but not a great defense as rookie of the year. Yeah, Unless yeah. you're just going to put up so many stats, 
you're really going to stand out. And there were a bunch of defensive players. I mean, the first quarterback was Pickett at 20. That's yep. very rare these days yeah. in an NFL draft. So I'm kind of curious who you guys have looked at for that. Defense is so tough. It's so tough. Um, and to be fair, so I picked Aiden Hutchinson. Okay. To be fair, when I was looking at Maybe, him, uh, I didn't realize he was in the running for the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. As a defensive player. That, yep. I don't say it doesn't ever happen. It's really, really well, rare. Manti Teo was up it, there. But it's always, in how long or was Or at that? least we think you he know? was. He may have been catfished <laughs> into that, too. I don't know. <laughs> Poor soul. Oh, I really, because he's just he, everything about him. He seems to be like a real stand-up hey, dude. Yeah, and he got abused. It doesn't hard. mean he's really smart. That was just a kid. Yeah. A kid may not have been the smartest off the yeah. field from a very mm-hmm. sheltered life growing up that mm-hmm. got taken advantage of bad. There's, and I feel bad making that joke, but I don't really. No, but I will say there's a Netflix documentary about that that came out like a week. Oh, ago. really? It's, it's comical at times, but you, it like reaffirms everything you just said. Like you can tell he's a good dude. It mm-hmm. just yeah. Had some bad uh, shit happen to him, yeah. and it cost him millions. Yeah, mm-hmm. he dropped mm-hmm. out of the first, first round. round. Mm-hmm. That signing bonus, he lost at least three or four mil. Yep. yep. Oh, anyway, <laughs> back to guys that are actually rookies this year <laughs> and actually playing in the NFL. <laughs> so uh, my, my cheating because he wasn't the Heisman running. It's not cheating. Uh, he's, he's a guy that was the second overall pick. Lawyers talk about him maybe being the first overall. Let's well, it's like cheating because like it's kind of the easy pick to make, you know. But I like him. I really like him. And I kind of like the Lions. I don't like how they treat all of their great players throughout history. <laughs> you mean like never putting a good team around them? Yeah, exactly. You know, well, Barry Sanders made the playoffs. Yeah. Like once, twice, I mean, yeah. twice. No, it was at least a couple times. Well, he had one game. Something. He had one game. I think against the Packers in the playoffs where he actually had negative rushing yards. <clears throat> now that's not on him. That means the offensive line did nothing. Yeah, garbage. Yeah. Of course, he did beat the Cowboys in a playoff game. With one of the greatest ones I've ever seen, I, I think literally eight Cowboys defenders. But and that was back him. when the Cowboys were actually good. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. good. <laughs> Very good. Absolutely. It's an easy throwaway pick, but yeah. Okay. Aiden Hutchinson. Scotty? You'd probably think that I want to go cave on Thibodeau because mm-hmm. Giants. Um, well, how's his knee? Um, not a dirty, or not an illegal block, yeah. but kind of a dirty block. Yeah. Um, But I literally want to go with... Uh, Cornerback for the Jets. Sauce? Sauce, baby. Yeah. you got to love that yeah. nickname, you gotta man. Love, you got to love Sauce. <laughs> Just because it's a draft, I believe he had a little, little, little uh, like, Chick-fil-A. jewelry. A little Tabasco bottle little Tabasco, like, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> he's got to put that sauce on. I just, yeah, it's the sauce. You know, yeah. how, many, you know how many passes have been thrown at him in single coverage in the preseason? No. None. Because well, they ain't open. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, that was that won't hold up. It's a rookie year, but... Still, I don't care. I'm going for the sauce. It's it's not like the Jets haven't had uh, cornerbacks that could really play well before. Yeah, because I believe Revis Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of like the Lions. They get some really good individual position players. Yep, and just nothing else. Nope. You know, That's because they have such high picks in the draft. This <laughs> <laughs> is true. But do something good three years in a row. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. All right, I got another SEC guy. Shocking. Jordan Davis from Georgia, D-tackle, went to the Eagles. He's only 6'3", 340 pounds, and runs a 4'7", 8 right. in the draft. And you would think process. I negated what I just so said about... So slow for a tackle. So slow. Uh, the <laughs> fastest 340-pounder in the history of the NFL That's draft. Insane. And you think I would just negate what I said about Evan O'Neill, but since he's, not, since he's on the outside and George, Jordan Davis is on the inside, and it's the NFC least, 
Like, I think he's just going to be blowing up the middle all season. So, that's, that's at least six games against shitty-ass mm-hmm. competitors. Yeah. That's that, yeah. Um, so, I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but one team I would, or one player I kind of interested in is Quay Walker, linebacker for Green Bay, uh, first-round pick, just because they already have a good defense, and if he can produce well and put up some good statistics on a winning team, True. I don't know who because chooses, Micah Parsons. like how the Green Bay coaching staff and administration picks defensive players. They have a good history of it, though. They really do. Like they do. Like yeah. they they pick well. So yeah, I'm with that. So he's a really good possibility. I really like Kyle Hamilton, the safety that Baltimore took out of Notre Dame. Dropped a bit in the draft because he didn't have the fastest forty, but just an absolute monster in college. Um, I also. Like uh, the other Jets draft, uh, Jeremy, uh, Jermaine Johnson, mm-hmm. edge rusher that they took in the first round. First also. round also, yeah. <laughs> um, and, of course, there's Trayvon Walker, edge rusher that the Jags took number one over Aiden Hutchinson. You have Aiden Hudson, also a great player. I like Sauce, though. I really do. I want to see another great young cornerback in the league, and yeah. I really want it to be a guy with that great of a nickname. Yep. And I hate the fact that I'm actually using the nickname as part of my basis for this. Uh, why? I don't know. It just it feels weird. It, yeah, but if that if that especially like you know getting saucy out there, I, you know like that's gonna give a little boost like, to confidence. Like, get an interception, like, return for a touchdown. Just look right. at the quarterback, like, put that sauce on it. Like, <laughs> come on, man! It's yeah, so much works, fun with works, that. Works. <laughs> Batting down a ball, nacho mama's hot sauce. You know. <laughs> 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 you know? <laughs> it just writes itself. You mm-hmm. know. <laughs> You have something else to say? And I think it's cool he came out of Cincy, which, don't get me wrong, like, obviously they made the college football playoffs last year, but more often than not, you know, kind of a middle-of-the-pack team, you know, you wouldn't think of them as a powerhouse. I think that's pretty neat. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But you know what? Great players go to places that are not always those those top schools, you know? It's it's riddled throughout NFL history. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Rice did not go to a big school. Who? Is yeah, it, was he really good or we'll something? We'll call him goat <laughs> yeah. um, of wide receivers, anyway. Yeah, because when he retired, and this was before, this was, I guess, at the start of the uh, the NFL becoming quite so pass happy. But when he retired, he had every single receiving record that there was. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, now we have like the Odell Beckhams, that, you know, like yeah. they're, they're all going to be surpassed. Well, but not his career. It's a very pass happy league. A so. very funny statistic. Of the wide receivers with uh, that have caught passes over the age of 40, Jerry Rice is number one. Does anybody, other than you, because I can see you laughing already, Brian, does anyone else know who number two on the list of receiving yards after the age of 40 is? Rece- I count to one. Receiving yards. Two. It's going to be Tom Brady. It is! <laughs> He's caught one fucking pass. That says a little something about Fucking Jerry Rice, goats. right? Oh, God, the goats dude. always have their names in the weirdest <laughs> spots. I swear to God. I just love those random little stats, though. Oh, it's so good. Absolutely. All right. The big one. The MVP of the league. Who are we going with? <clears throat> so. You know you cannot pick the starting quarterback for your New York Giants. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know. It's the year, baby. It's the year. All right, just to clarify, New MVP Jersey Giants stands for, for life. most valuable player. Okay. Uh, Not most vulnerable passer. So, um, 
Not so, most venereal laden piss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talking so, about the Raiders? Oh, oh! <laughs> I, okay, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you uh, who I think deserves it, and then also who I think is going to get it. Okay. Which I, is often the case. I like yeah. it. Right. Yeah. So I think because it uh, something happens. Like there's those who deserve, and then there's those who win. It, it's it's. I think Justin. I Herbert, call it the Orlando Pace oh, oh, Heisman oh. Trophy. I think it's Justin Herbert's year. Um, I think it is. Uh, I think the Chargers have got a hell of a squad out there. They can really rattle some cages, upset a lot of shits. Um, I think Josh Allen's gonna win it though because I think that Buffalo is just gonna gonna run train like I mean you how do they not own the fucking AFL AFL AFC this year like got a time machine over there yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I tell you what if they go back in time with the team they have they will own I, the AFL I don't, yeah, I just don't see how they, oh, they can say OJ don't marry that lady you'll kill her later <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't Allegedly. see how the Bills aren't the Allegedly. number one team how they don't win the whole division how they don't win the conference like and then just because they're going to be the winningest in that, it's 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 going to be him, you know. I think it's Justin Herbert's year to be to be the better quarterback, but Josh Allen will be will be fantastic again, probably on the best team. So, yeah. Do you think because people think Herbert is just a little too young, like he can't it's, be MVP quality this soon? It, and Allen's not much older, but just right. a little bit, no. you know. No, Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. The age doesn't matter. It's what they do. That's true. Yeah. But on a team that is winning, 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 winning. True, true. Know? So no, they well, got to be winning. Yes. Well, how how young was um was uh, uh El Jax when he got MVP? Twenty three. That was young. Yeah, yeah was that's very, true. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. I like it. I like well, it too. I'm going to flip-flop off of what Scott said. I have someone who I think is going to win it and someone who I think deserves to win it. And Scott thinks Josh Allen is going to win it. I don't think he's going to win it. I think he's going to deserve to win it, but because it's Buffalo and, like, they just... Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't ever think he'll get the respect he deserves. And I know that's easy for me to say as a Buffalo fan, but, like, I just don't. I think you're Jay. No, what's easy for you to say as a Buffalo fan is Cowboys win. Yeah, oh! I, 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 think, I think you're being too jaded over there. Because wait, wait, wait. I'm wrong. Wide right. That's what he's going to say. I think you're jaded as a Bills fan because, you know, all of the tragedy that is Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo. But people are all about Josh Allen. I like to think so. I just I still feel like he's going to deserve to win it, but somehow he won't. So I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. I think he's just going to have another monster year. Mm. And I just, I, mm. That's my pick. So. so deep down in your heart, you think Josh Allen should win it. Deep down in my heart. I think at the end of the season, he should be the MVP, but just because it's the Bills and it's a small market, they're just going to get, they're going to fuck him. So I'm going with Jonathan Taylor. Well, I'm curious what you think about my pick then. Okay. I think Stefan Diggs. I think he takes MVP this year. Whoa. Really? I think he just that's blows spicy. Yeah, that's dark water. That's, that's dark water. Yeah. And just like, holy shit. Uh, like, Sauce wants his nickname back. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm saying it. he's going to have this amazing fucking year, thanks mostly to Josh Allen. You, know? you should bet on that because Vegas odds are not in your favor. <laughs> Maybe I should. Bet right? on it. Ooh. I like it. <laughs> um. I'll be honest, when I looked at this list, I wrote down a fuck ton of quarterbacks because in my mind, this is a quarterback win. Odds that's are what this gonna award is going to be. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, Offensive Player of the Year, they'll probably give it to him because they're like, yeah, because 
but you have one bad game where you don't get over 100 rushing yards, and be like, yep, see, that's why you don't give it to running backs. He fell off. Yeah, exactly. I still got 2,000 yards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you but get 2,000 yards, yeah. offense, uh, MVP is actually in your reach. Though. That problem is, though, that, that 2,000 yards is like almost the standard bearer for a running back getting an MVP yeah. award these days, because running backs don't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, we got a few that aren't by committee this year that I could possibly see two to three people really flirting with that line. Sure. But, but a Colts player... And and I'm and I'm and I'm biasing. Cause I'm saying like you know it's the way that they seem to pick these. They love a quarterback, you know. And they and love the Colts, popular franchises. The Colts better fucking win the goddamn conference. Absolutely for that. Because the other happen. thing is, yeah. he's yeah. got to be better than King Henry. Yep. Yeah. If King Henry is better in that own division, he can't do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I've got your basic run of the mill list of quarterbacks here. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, uh, he, he won it last year. Mm-hmm. So, like, as long as you, you know, if you're still, if you were, if you're already the king, like they got to knock you off first. Uh, Herbert, I also have on my list. Russell Wilson, I think might have a chance here. I agree. I really hope uh, so. Because if that Broncos offense just explodes, you know who's going to get the credit. Yep. Yep. Um, and I cannot believe I'm saying this again. I'm saying a lot of Cowboys names for a team that I'm saying is not going to make the playoffs, but. If they do have a great run with only really CeeDee Lamb and a tight end to throw the ball to, Dak Prescott might be up there. I don't think he will, but I brought his name down. Uh, Burrow, if he has the next step in his evolution, kind of like Herbert did. Hold, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get the vomit out of my mouth. I know. I know. Right. It's rough. Uh, I have Brady's name written here just because it's Tom freaking fucking Brady. I don't want it. I got David Carr written down as a bit of a dark horse. Really? And I also wrote down Aaron Donald. Why would you put David Carr down? I'm sorry, Derek Carr. <laughs> I do that all the time. Because he's retired and he can't get sacked anymore? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Carr for the Raiders, not Carr for the Texans. Just start um, saying Carr. And I, I wrote down Donald just because I mean, at some point another defensive player has mm-hmm. to get this award, right? Uh, who was the last one who got it? I could. Uh, LT, maybe? Yeah. It's been oh Ray Lewis may have, that's a big strong possibility there. Yeah, maybe. I'd have to look that one up. Give me a minute on that one. Because like I mean like JJ Watt like he was so fucking great, but they don't have that persona that makes everybody love them. Actually, he's where he makes the he has the persona that makes regular people love him. Yeah. Not the right. rabid sports NFL fans love him right, like Ray right, Lewis right. did. You know. Right. I mean, he only set. Strahan sack record last year. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, it was in 1986. Called it nice. Yeah. So 86. That's yes. A, wow. It's actually like half of that's the, really half sad. the players in the NFL don't matter. I mean, that's like I mean, how many how many did Brady win? Regular season MVP. Oh, I don't know. Not Super Bowl. Six, Multiple. Five. Like how many should have probably gone to his fucking center? <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you know, we don't watch the game that way. You know. So uh, I'm looking down through the Vegas odds here, just trying to look find where you know Khalil five times MVP. Khalil Mack is on here and he's like way the fuck down. What about Aaron Donald though? I bet he's probably the uh, highest defensive player on the list. I think Khalil Mack would have better odds if he stayed in Chicago. So I'm looking at Vegas odds. I'm not defending shit. I'm just looking at Vegas odds, and and I don't have these numbered. um, It's my bad. That's all right. (laughs) But like. So, like, Davis Mills and Jameis Winston 
They bothered Teddy, to do odds for Teddy, him? Teddy Bridgewater. Why would you do you odds? Bet on fucking Teddy anything. Bridgewater. The only odds I have is that he th- only throws one pass down past thirty <laughs> yards downfield. Oh, then, the, then all right. So then there's a Miles Garrett at plus fifteen thousand. Aaron Donald plus fifteen thousand. Daniel Jones plus fifteen thousand. Okay, like, they're at TJ the same Watt level 15, as that's some bullshit. You know, the three best defensive right. players in the league are at the same spot as Daniel fucking Honestly, Jones. Offense right. positions right. win it. Be, I know. Right, which yeah. is which is what makes it wrong. Which is why I'm saying Herbert. It's hard not to. It is smart play. Yeah. yeah, he's got all the weapons at his disposal. He's got a better defense at his disposal. I, I think the Chargers make the leap this year. I really do. They missed the playoffs last year. All they had to do was either beat or tie the the Raiders. That was a great game too. I remember Couldn't we watched it that happen. Sunday night. Uh, it was fantastic. Just fucking tie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because that would have fucked over some team so hard. I think the Steelers. Yep. Wow, yep. that would have yep. kind of funny. Only because you know the Steelers. Instead, we had to watch fucking Ben crumble for one more playoff uh, game. You know. At least we also got to hear the, the sheer joy of hearing the announcer say, "And as good of a player as Ben Roethlisberger has been in the NFL, he's a better person." Okay. Like. Did he sexually assault women? What kind of good person is that? Uh, who needs history? Oh, yeah. my God. All right, so. That's a good we're going to have to start actually. run through this a little <laughs> fast. But, division winners. We already went over this last week as far as the AFC. I said the Chargers. I've got Baltimore winning the North in the AFC. I've got the Bills winning the East and the Colts winning the South. Who do y'all have for the AFC? <clears throat> I got Bills, Dark Horse, Miami. I got Whoa. I got Bengals over Ravens. Okay. I got Colts over Tennessee and Chargers over Chiefs. I got the Bills taking the AFC. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Pretty yeah. similar. I literally same thing Scott said. I got Bills, but Dolphins could be scary. North, I got Bengals barely edging out the Ravens, but I think the Ravens could pull some stuff up. Uh, AFC South, I'm going with King Henry and Tannenhill just because I think Matt Ryan's a wash, so I don't really trust the Colts. And the West, <laughs> that could go to anyone, but I alluded to earlier, I think the body to the Raiders makes a difference, so I'm going with the Raiders. What do you, have, right. what do you have for the division? Oh, the Bills. Yeah. Oh, I have the, I have the Chargers making the Super Bowl yeah, also. Yeah. Sorry. Right. You, I thought you said that. No. I got Bills making it. I've got the Chargers making it. Uh, Colts, like you guys. Bengals, I think it's going to be closer than everyone expects, mm-hmm. like he alluded to as well. Um, NFC East. I think the Commanders are going to surprise people and knock Dallas out of first place. Part that would of me, be a surprise. Part of me just wants that to happen really, really badly. You just want to be able to say the commies a couple times for shortening the Commanders' <laughs> name, I think. No, that's too easy. No, I just really want them to beat the Cowboys. Oh, okay. You know, as a Texas boy who grew up as an Oilers fan, I just hate the Cowboys, so... Say Commanders. Okay. And maybe, you know, the Cowboys will implode. I mean, I think it's entirely possible Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb have an amazing year, and they have six wins. You know, yardage, touchdowns, amazing, just can't fucking win. You know, I think it's possible. NFC, I'm saying the Rams. Rams are strong. They're going to be strong. NFC South, I'm going with the Bucks because I fucking have to. Uh, I'm saying the Vikings, definitely the NFC North. I'm saying they bounce the, the Packers out of first place. Damn. Okay. And you have who coming out of that division? Uh, I'm saying uh, Bills Rams Super Bowl. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, NFC North, I'm going with the Packers, but I put down the Vikings. will turn some heads. NFC Least, I don't care. I'm rooting for the Giants for Scotty as long as it's not the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, bias from those two Super Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NFC South, it's no. me to say this. Bucks, I hope Baker does well on the, on the Panthers, though. 
West, Rams, I think they get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, though. Super Bowl, Bills, and I think they get their heart torn out one last time by Brady. Oh, really? Oh, wow. wow. For your sake, I hope that does not happen. Okay. Well, for the West for me, I also have the Rams. I cannot believe it. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not saying it. I'm going with the Vikings out of the North. I cannot bring myself to say Packers that, again. that the Packers are going <laughs> again. Uh, the East, I say the Eagles. <coughs> Really? I think the really? I think if Jalen Hurts has made the progress in passing, that team will be able to do it. I do. That's some good draft picks. They yep. can do some cool things with new people. I yeah. have Tampa Bay for the South, but I really want to see who their starting line is because New Orleans is starting to feel better and better as a pick out of that division. If they can put that team together, I mean, it's a hot it really is. People, and you know what? I'm going to go into a hot good. take. I'm saying New Orleans over Tampa Bay and coaching in the in, South. Coaching in, in New Orleans has never been a problem. So, But it's now no well, longer we'll Peyton. See, but we'll see. We'll see. You know? it's, a, it's Dennis <laughs> Allen. It was the defensive coordinator under Peyton. There's a lot of a lot of stuff still. A lot of stuff in motion. Yeah, that's what, it's a hodgepodge of stuff going on there. But they could put it all together. I I, I think so. I I really think the offensive line woes will be a problem. It's a 45 year old man, but it's someone my age running behind that <laughs> offensive line. But granted, he's in a lot better shape. <laughs> uh, but I have the Chargers and the Rams in the Super Bowl with the Chargers winning it. I've got an L A L A. Oh, that's Which would fun. be cool. That's real yeah, fun. Yeah, So, uh, Where is the Super Bowl this year? Not in L.A. I know it's not in L.A., but yeah. <laughs> I, I will look that up while Scotty discusses. Yeah, so East, uh, I got Philly over Dallas. Um, I, You know, although, same thing, Commanders, they could have a year. You know, Dallas could be a, a solid third, you know. Uh, I want to say the Eagles are definitely my second place pick in that division. In Arizona. Yeah. Uh, Close Minnesota enough, yeah. over Green Bay. I got you know Minnesota. Yes. It's their year. It's yeah, got to be their yeah. year. Um, <clears throat> I was with you. I got Bucks and Saints on here. I'm just on Tom Brady's vocal talent alone. I'm going for the Bucks. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it's, yeah, right. It, clearly, um, I was back and forth. Uh, you know, do I think the Rams are going to take the division? Yes. Um, and I do have Bills Rams in the Super Bowl. But then I looked back and I played a little devil's advocate and my dark horse for for the Super Bowl, Bengals and Colts. I think there are a couple of teams that could... You can't uh, have the Bengals and the oh, Colts. Oh, sorry, sorry. Bengals and Colts for the NFC uh, fighting it out, so... It's um, the AFC. AFC, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Who's your Super Bowl prediction? Oh, uh, Bills and Rams. Bills and Rams, yeah. okay. Yeah. If I had to pick a dark horse, I mean, I'm biased as well. I'd love to see a Broncos-Bills Super Bowl. Which can't happen. Why yeah. the fuck did I just say that? I don't know. We're AFC champion, Broncos, Bills. No shit. Wow. Uh, so, AFC champion. I would love to see uh, the, the Bills versus the Chargers. I think that would be a really fun offensive game to watch. I think as long as the Bills and someone from the AFC West. Yes, it's going to be a fun championship mm-hmm. game. I think this will be a fun year. Um, I will say this: if the Chargers and the Rams play each other and the Chargers do win I would probably have to go with Herbert again for MVP although it being a Super Bowl those defensive players can make big plays and if Khalil Mack has a chance at a, at a Super Bowl I could see him it does out. matter more in the Super Bowl it yeah does. the Super Bowl MVP yeah it does now I'm, I'm I'm vibing Josh Allen for Super Bowl MVP okay you know? yeah yeah I picked Stefan Diggs for MVP of the season but Josh Allen for MVP of the Super Bowl okay yeah. fucking Brady Fucking Brady. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think Brady could have the most pedestrian performance 
ever. If he got a seventh Super Bowl win, he would get the He's going to get it. Yeah. yeah. You think so? Yes. Um, but I don't, oh. I'm sorry, I don't see Tampa Bay making it that far. That offensive line, I think, will be an issue. But yeah. anyway. They're slowly falling apart. Um, so, that is our last show talking about preseason football. I cannot wait for the next one. Football. We're actually talking about real football. Real games. Real shit to be played. I can't wait. Again, I'm Matty Fax. Scotty Stats is on my left. Brian the Professor is on my right. We got Squeak over in the production spot. Uh, if you like the show, hit the plus button. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Uh, we will be here next week with a, another uh, podcast you got to listen to before we start our Sunday night show on Twitch. 8 p.m. Sunday night of all the regular season games where we will do our barroom style commentary. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed it, give us a like, maybe a follow. We're also available on multiple uh, social media outlets, be it TikTok, Instagram, a Twitter account that we probably never use. It's all under Half the Distance Live. Also, every Sunday night during the football season at Half the Distance Live, we stream ourselves on Twitch, making fun of everything we can, taking shots of whiskey, drinking beers, smoking cigars, and generally just having a good time making fun of Joe Buck. Come check it out.